Hello, and welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Michael, and tonight these guys call me their Game Master, and you're listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real-play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG podcast. What's your name? I'm Paul, and I play Charlie. Uh, Light has been taken away from me, Pine, but today I'm actually playing someone else. How poetic. <laughs> I'm Nick, and usually I play everyone but these guys, and today I'll be playing someone else. I'm Lydia, and I'm playing someone I usually play. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, someone you usually play, because today we are having a Detective Grunge special! Yay! listener will will have a, a, a hint as to some of what the plot is going to be based on the episode that they'll see in the title here, but you guys have no idea. Um, so yeah, so let's 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 talk about who you are actually playing for today. Uh, so I'm going to be playing uh, Giggles the Yarmahaha. Now, if you folks recall, uh, Yarmahaha is one of Nick's uh, made-up Pokemon. It is a red-furred, uh, sapien-type Pokemon that swings around trees. It's kind of like a boogeyman, and uh, she likes to eat. Uh, she was found eating, was it, figgy berries, if I remember correctly. And her ability, one of her abilities is gluttony, one of them is big swallow. So she likes to eat food. And she is a dark fairy type. <laughs> and then one, one more thing about her, uh, in case uh, the image that I always have about Giggles in my head is the Generation 1 Mankey Sprite. So if you go back and look that from like red and blue, that's the Giggles in my head. <laughs> but in, in my head, that is fairly similar. Um, get rid of the ears, turn the fur red, and turn the arms into more like tentacles. And you have it, red furry tentacles. And the entire face is different. Instead of the pig nose, it's a circular mouth. Mm-hmm. Again, these are Gen 1 sprites, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, and uh, Nick, who are you playing? Uh, I am playing Shmoopy, the Shellos. <laughs> if I don't know that there's anyone. Who doesn't know who Shmoopy the Shellos is? Uh, if this is your first episode, hello. <laughs> hello. Um, <laughs> Shmoopy is a Shellos. There was a comment about this that made it into the bloopers of our last episode. <laughs> well, well. The, it would have been two episodes from when this one comes out. So, Right, Ooh. right. Oh, great. And uh, Lydia, uh, of course, who are you playing? Hi, I'm Lydia, and I'm playing Lily. No, I'm just kidding. I'm playing Grunge. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Grunge the Growlithe. Okay, uh, so before we get into the uh, the story itself, uh, just a note that uh, time-wise, this adventure uh, takes place in the midst of the early moments of episode 81. Uh, so the three trainers have taken rooms in a hotel in Low Keep uh, near the entrance to the Crystal Caverns. Uh, and it's going to begin in that night uh, while everyone is sleeping. And so to start things off, I want to ask, where is Grunge sleep? Grunge is sleeping. I'm sorry, can you back that up? My cat was chewing on a cord. <laughs> where are we? 
<laughs> We're at an inn. You're in low. You're, yep, you're at the inn in Low Keep, uh, near the entrance to the Crystal Caverns. There, so uh, in in that inn, in that that hotel room, where is Grunge sleeping? Um, Grunge is sleeping, kind of like curled up on Liliana's stomach. Love it. Okay, so in this deep, dark night, Grunge suddenly stirs. Sensing a feeling nearby, something that might be described as a flutter or a shudder, it is love shaken, tested, possibly spurned, and it draws you out of the hotel, Grunge, uh, and as you leave, the Pokeballs that contain Giggles and Snoopy uh, fall out of uh, their, their trainer's uh, belts or pouches or wherever they're held and, and open, releasing those Pokemon as well. So Giggles and Schmoopy, you are, uh, uh, they're appearing near Grunge uh, as you depart. I want to point out something quickly just to get it yep. into everyone's mind before we go. Grunge as a Growlithe stands at about two feet, four inches tall. Uh-huh. Giggles, as a Yamaha, stands at two feet, four inches tall. <laughs> Schmoopy stands at one foot even. Oh my goodness. <laughs> little oh, baby. She's so cute. We're also, we're also all differing shades of red or orange. Oh, that's uh. true. Yeah. We're the... Colors. The warm hue gang... The warm, the warm hugs story. game. The warm hugs game. Warm hugs, yes. <laughs> the warm hugs gang. I love it. So uh, Giggles comes out and goes, uh, kind of sniffs the air. Goes, Grunge, are, are you going out for a midnight snack? I am shook. I, I, I need to, I need to find out what's going on. Something, something is happening outside, and I am not. I'm sad, and I want to figure it out, and I feel like someone else is sad, and so we need to- Maybe we can get them a snack. Maybe we can get everyone a snack. That's that- that, that's- Giggles, you are so smart. <laughs> the mm. stars are reflected in Schmoopy's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Giggles rubs her uh, tentacles together, greedy like, Mmm, snacks, okay, yeah, let's, let's go. Schmoopy, you stick close, okay? One pseudopod extends and sticks to to uh, Grunge's fur. That's great. <laughs> That's good. I, I feel I feel your friendship, bro. Thank you. All right. Outside, uh, there are numerous people and Pokemon about in the warm evening. Uh, the the activity has calmed down since earlier in the day, but there are still a few ground types repairing the earth. Uh, rock and fighting types are repairing the buildings. There are rangers that are directing efforts and keeping an eye out for trouble. And there is some trouble. A loud crash sounds up the street. Two rangers rush in that direction, one of them followed by a rock rough. Uh, and they lead to a small square shop. And one corner of that shop is carved away, wrecked like many of the other buildings in low keep after the siege. The window is broken in, and in general, the store is in disarray. The sign on the shop reads, can any one of you read? 
Uh, uh, let's look at uh, Giggle's stat uh, sheet here. Let's what see would you do? Go. Percep intuition? Perception? Intuition? I'm not sure. I, I, I was trying to see if there was stats about General Pokemon Ed? being able to read, and I'm not totally sure. Pokemon <laughs> intelligence was a stat until 1.04, I believe. Oh, okay. come on, 1.04. I would say... Um, Grunge as an archetype would certainly have the possibility to read if you so chose that as the archetype of love and loyalty it would make sense for him to have it. Um, Giggles as a an sort of eldritch creature could certainly have that kind of power. Um, possibly. <laughs> Once again, it's living it's living out in the wild, so it really depends on whether uh, it would, would have any purpose. Would that, would that be Giggles <laughs> occult education? Like like in, in, her, in her own world. There you go. Yeah, the cult education is basic reading and writing. I could see that. Um, <laughs> Love it. And Love it. Shmoopy uh, will never tell. Shmoopy will never tell. <laughs> well, in any case, the sign on the shop reads Irresistibility with T spelled T-E-A. Nice. Um, I've uploaded a, a picture of it for you in the mm-hmm. random tab on Discord. Oh, also as a quick reminder, when Grunge is wearing his uh, Deerstalker cap, mm-hmm. uh, he also gets, I think we said, a plus 1d6 to general education. Oh, yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. I think that's yeah. right. Yep. Um, so, yeah, you can take a look at uh, what the shop looks like there in the random tab. All right. Um, Not looking too good. No, no, no. Very, uh, very much in, in disarray there. I'd say Michael's a decent uh, artist. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) Can you tell their brothers? (laughs) Yeah, the shop's not looking too good, and the the drawing can get brushed up, too. No, just just (laughs) kidding. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks. I love that. All right, well, um, after looking over the shop, uh, one of the rangers uh, says to the other, must have just shifted with all the repairs in the area. And the other ranger uh, nods, uh, and they, they they leave. But the rock ruff remains for a moment, anyway. And he's sniffing the air and approaching tentatively close to the building in the window uh, and investigating with his nose, as dogs do. Uh, Giggles comes up, especially being a tea shop. I'm sure there are some wonderful aromas in here. And she also mm. sniffs the air also. And I'm also going to say that uh, I'm not sure if Yarmaha have noses, but the way they smell is just, just through taking everything through their mouth. Mm. Like a snake. Yes. Let's say regardless of whether they have noses or not, uh, Yarmaha can smell. Uh, you can roll a perception check with that. Cool. Uh, yeah, so Giggles has a 3d6 on perception. She's very perceptive. Uh, we got a 12 on that. 12, all right. Um, from this place outside, um, yeah, you smell tea. Uh, dried tea leaves, not, um, actually steeped tea. Um, you just smell the, the leaves and things, and maybe something a little sickly, uh, from inside, but that's that's about all you can smell at this point. Uh, throughout the majority of the next scene, uh, Shmoopy heads slowly up to the wall, mm. then up the wall on the right side <laughs> of the window, over to the center of the window, and then slowly into the building. You're doing great! <laughs> uh, so I think uh, Giggles will take a moment and uh, address the Rockruff and um, 
Hey, what's going on, Cupcake? <laughs> Is that um, your name, Cupcake? That's nice. Uh, for for the two of you who have spoken to the Rock Ruff, I need you to roll a charm check for me. Okay. Uh, uh, Nick, I assume on Giggles, anything I didn't specifically put in, is that just uh, assumed to be a 2d6? It's generally a 2d6. Actually, social checks usually aren't given to Pokemon, so we may want to uh, look at that at some point later for these. Um, that's, that's simply, true. yes, just simply as we're making 2d6 for now, yeah. but yeah. I got a five. Uh, a straight seven. Five and seven. Okay. Um, it the This Rockruff kind of um, turns up his nose a little bit. Um, it, it gives just this sneeringest sidelong look at Grunge and very deliberately ignores Grunge and looks straight at uh, Giggles and says... My name is Burke, and this is official ranger business. You don't look like ranger Pokemon. It starts raining over Burke's head. (laughs) (laughs) And Snoopy just continues slowly up the wall. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. You, you look you, you look a little damp there. Ugh. Do you need a do you need help, Ranger? Just mind your own business. Don't do anything illegal. I've I've got my nose on you. No, you don't. Run- your nose isn't <laughs> touching me. What are you talking about? Burke runs off following his trainer. <laughs> Bye, cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he was so uh, nice. Anyway, grunge. <laughs> uh, eight on perception once Schmoopy gets into the building. But Okay, thank you. Um, yes, and grunge, you are detecting these uh, feelings uh, that you felt earlier are coming from inside this building. Hmm. I'm going to roll perception then, too. From outside or inside? Uh, we'll, we'll jump in there. Okay. 19 perception. 19 perception. Uh, and then Giggles is also going to hop in there and um, uh, she's going to acrobatically kind of like monkey jump around on some of the, the shelves and things as she come, climbs in as well, carefully avoiding the glass. And we'll perceive what's in there also. Sorry, not 19, 14. That's 14. That's really high on Yeah. Because I mean, that's, that's an amazing I, perception check. I saw 3d6 plus 1 and I was like, oh, plus 1d6. And then after I did that, I was like, that's not that's not what that means. <laughs> I, I just nodded because it was a dog, but yeah. I mean, it's possible, though. <laughs> Giggles got an 11. An 11, all right. Um, and Schmoopy got an 8, you said, Nick? Uh, yes, 8. All right. Um, so Schmoopy can't really tell what's going on. Schmoopy just notices that all the merchandise and furniture uh, of the tea shop uh, is in disarray. Uh, it's it's just a mess, uh, just a complete and utter mess. You guys are ridiculous. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, um, giggles. Uh, you notice that virtually every container which held different types of tea has been opened. 
uh, and the contents are strewn over the floor. And additionally, several teacups and teapots have fallen and are cracked uh, all over the floor. There are also various dolls and stuffed Pokemon toys all over. Um, however, you notice that the register seems untouched. Um, Grunge, you notice that while every single fallen teapot is cracked or shattered, there is one that is oozing a dark liquid, and the liquid is looking at you. Uh, in the center of the room, uh, on the ceiling, Shmoopy stretches out her, her neck very long, very, very slowly, and just noms a packet of iced tea, and then just goes stretched back up to the top of the ceiling. <laughs> nice. It's very delicious. It's good quality. Yeah, so this uh, this liquid is looking at you there, Grunge. Grunge is gonna, like, tilt his head to the side, and then tilt it the other way, and then walk a little closer, and just kind of, like, put a, put a little paw on the ground close by the tea, and then try to, like, flip his head all the way upside down to look <laughs> at it. <laughs> That's not me in there. Is Gig Giggles, is that you? Or is no, that I'm Cupcake? Over... Is that Shmoopy? No, I'm over here putting... <laughs> what, what are you putting in? What? Putting? Put, putting in snacks in your belly? Uh, Giggles uh, hops over by where Grunge is, and I assume Giggles is not familiar with the... Or, well, what should I roll to see if Giggles is familiar with what this is? A Pokemon education? Yeah, it'd be Pokemon education. Okay. <laughs> That's a three. She don't know what this thing is. Well, let me try. Nope. Let me let me try to help you. Wait. Oh, I do have Pokemon. I got a five. <laughs> okay. Uh, Shmoopy got a ten, but she's not saying anything. <laughs> Dang it, Shmoopy. Shmoopy knows. <laughs> um, They'll figure it out. <laughs> um... Grunge, are you calling attention? You're, you're, you're calling attention to the fact that this thing has eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Looking. So yeah, okay, the other two, yeah, you notice and um you see it there and uh once this this pokemon notices that uh it's basically surrounded and sees others around it, it just starts crying. No, 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 no. Don't don't be sad. Flip flip. So when you frown, you flip your head all the way upside down like this and Grunge does that. And then see, now my frown is a smile. <laughs> and Grunge turns it into like a full like roll and like uh, lays on his back. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Tongue lolling out. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> it's wonderful. Just so pure. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to. It's just, it was, the window is open. I, uh. I just came in here. My, my, my master's tea room is is everything I ever wanted, but, but she doesn't like my tea. <laughs> Does she, she said it lacks taste, but but she gave me this one chance. She gave me she gave me a recipe card, for for her favorite tea, her best tea, but I can't figure out any of these ingredients. <laughs> oh, it's it's okay, hot stuff. We we can try and help you figure it out. <laughs> I bet you taste great. And l Grunge goes over and licks <laughs> licks the Pokemon. So so does uh, so does Giggles. Oh no. 
Um, I've never said that Yamaha should... have tongues. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> it just puts her entire mouth on it. <laughs> just a big old kiss. Grunch just has to, like, pull Giggles up. <laughs> See, Giggles just can't get enough of you. Uh, I forget the lore on this Pokemon. I'm wondering what it... Because it's... It probably shouldn't actually taste very good, should it? I I think... That might be telling, though. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm... I'm trying to recall exactly the lore, but I think it's just that it only lets its owner drink its tea. Hmm. Um, uh, should a synesty get stirred, the swirl will disappear and cause it to get dizzy. Uh, it can absorb the life force of anyone who drinks it, and while it can wait patiently, most of its opportunities end up being short as it tastes so bad that it is spat out immediately. Uh, real quick, this is not a synesty, this is a pole tea geist. Oh, it's the full adult. Mm-hmm. Oh my. It's made of black tea that tastes very good. Ah, okay. It does but can cause good. indigestion or stomach aches if drunk in excess. Right. Yeah. And yeah, only the trainer. So yeah, this is the one that only the master's allowed to drink it. Did I catch someone offering to help it? Is that a thing that I heard? Yes, I think. We are offering to help you. I mean, I mean, I mean, you you were you were consoling it. And yeah, such. I, I, th- yeah. I think Giggles um, said something to that effect. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, roll a charm check. Just Giggles. Uh, if you're it, Grunge, if you're offering to help too. Yikes. That's a three. <laughs> That's a three. So this thing with the big gaping mouth that, um, yeah, right. <laughs> big gaping mouth that uh, that tried to eat it. Yes, not very charming. Charming. Grunge rolled a nine. Nine. All right. Yes, Grunge. Uh, you get to uh, have a look at the uh, recipe card, and I am uploading that in the random tab as well. And it's rotated funny, of course. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> um, would you would you like to if you can tilt your head that way? Would you like to read it out loud for the uh, the listener? I really do feel like grunge. Uh, right. I the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, read the whole okay. thing. Eileen's best tea recipe. Ingredients equal parts one, based on. Yeah, my handwriting. Personality. Personality, thank you. A dash of flaw, flaw, like hubris. One thing, something reliable. Yeah, in parentheses there, it's like hubris. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, something reliable. Two more than the dishes and silverware. Does someone else want to read this? <laughs> Sorry, Michael. I, I I can decipher Michael's uh, mountain range. After bumping, not yet spiked, to mix one small hole in burial ground, or laden perhaps with gunpowder. And there's tips. Tips on the back. There are tips on the back. You can look at the tips. Um, Will those the, be the tips, tips too? <laughs> the, I, I, I'm not gonna share a photo of it. I'll just read the tips to you out loud. And in the tips, are, there are two. The tips say, "I like the lost causes of most immediate concern." And let it be its own kind of interesting. So, there you have the card. <laughs> and if I remember correctly, the Pokemon have not experienced Eilie. Uh, some think some so. of them might have, actually, in, in the yeah. hotel. Uh, in point of fact, the archetypes were unable to perceive the door that first led you to, I- to Ellie in the first place. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I said Eilie instead of Ellie, sorry. <laughs> no worries. Uh, it's okay. 
So apparently we can read, so that's a good thing. <laughs> you can read. You can read. <laughs> if the handwriting is legible enough. Alright, so so there are two... So just to break this down here, out of character, there are two ingredients. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The first one is based on personality, has a dash of flaw, and it's something reliable. Mm-hmm. The flaw is like hubris. And then the next one is more than dishes and silverware after bumping not yet spiked. Okay. Yep. Uh, there, there, there was uh, a subtitle to the, uh, the recipe as well that got missed in the reading. Ellie's best tea recipe. The story blend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the story blend, which might help you. By the way, number two is a, n number two is a set. Close. After you bump a volleyball, you set it, then you spike it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. And more than the dishes suggest a tea set. Or a table set. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I was about mm -hmm. getting there, too, yeah. that That's a fun... Like, I'm... Uh, again, out of character, I'm getting very much, uh, like, Riddles in the Dark vibe, so this is fun. <laughs> How do we communicate this as Pokemon, one of which is mute? <laughs> Giggles rolls into cult uh, education to see what she knows about volleyball. I'll say, uh, after, uh, after you guys finish reading for it, uh, Shmoopy's head slides slowly down again and she eats it. <laughs> no, Shmoopy, stop! And then spits it back out again like a couple seconds later and it's just fine. Uh, see, the tea recipe tastes terrible too, but it'll, it'll be good at the end. Giggles sniffs the half-digested uh, recipe card. Giggles, no. <laughs> Not snacks. So it, uh, I would say it's undamaged, but smells faintly of tea. <laughs> Crunch, you said there would be snacks. And none of these teas are very tasty. That's all a matter of opinion, my friend. A drop of, uh, a drop of liquid lands on top of Giggles' head. <laughs> Is Schmoopy steeping the tea that she ate? <laughs> Does Giggles look up? <laughs> uh, sure, yes, Giggles looks up. A small stream of slightly brownish liquid falls into her mouth. It's, it's, uh, iced tea. Iced tea. It's very nicely steeped. Fantastic. Are you happy now? It'll do for now. Okay, so... Um, hmm. Yeah. So, one, I'm think, trying to think about uh, clue number one. And two, I'm trying to think about how do we, uh, again, as Pokemon, communicate that we understand the concept of volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> what I would say for this is, especially uh, due to who wrote this, meta knowledge uh -huh. is not something we need to concern ourselves over much with avoiding. Yep. You can, you can be a little meta about it. That's okay. Gotcha. Okay. Just remember the consequences. <laughs> well, at least Charlie's not here to poke, poke the fourth wall, so. <laughs> friend. Bro friend. What? He never asked you your name. Uh, I, I don't have a name. Well, what would you like I'm to just, be called? I'm just a poltergeist. I'd really prefer to be named by my master. And there will be consequences. Got weird ringing in my ears. This is weird. 
I really want to do my best. Like no one ever was? Well, we'll, well, we'll help you figure this out, Hot Stuff. We'll, we'll get through this. I'm just calling you Hot Stuff. I know that's not your name, but it's just what well, 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 I'm going to call you, at least for now. Yeah. If you okay. could pick a name, what what would you pick? Or what do you think the name would feel like? What do you want the name to feel like? Um, what about Tegan? Tegan. Tegan, 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 that's good. I like that. Okay. Uh, so just point of clarity, are we to assume that Tegan is uh, female then? Uh, Palti guys do not have gender. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Um, okay, so uh, Paul had an idea. Um, when it says a personality, mm-hmm. um, a dash of flaw, uh, something reliable, would this be something worth looking at the uh, the personality chart of Pokemon and seeing like if it's or like the the nature chart? Good thinking, but uh, no, not in this case. Mm. Oh man, because I, I was thinking because like uh, a and also considering that you wrote this, Michael, and you don't know the Generation Eight mechanics, <laughs> uh, there are there are things called mints that can change a Pokemon's um, <laughs> nature. Ah, yes. Yeah. And so we could be like wanting to get like a mint of that nature. Mm. Quick, rewrite this. <laughs> All right, everybody pause for about half an hour. I'll get this. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so you said, uh, Michael, just to clarify, you said earlier that all of the teapots are broken in this room. Yes, everything is broken. Anything that is breakable, essentially, is broken. Oh. Um, and, um, yeah, all the tea is spilled out. Okay. Um so much gossip and there yeah Schmoopy did get a six on perception just to see if there was any unbroken pieces of a tea set around but ah um yes uh actually you do notice um roll me roll me one more d6 1d6 okay how's a five get me a five um you see a uh, a plastic cup that is held by steel mesh with a mechanical lid that opens by the touch of a button. Uh, still not moving from her center area, Smoopy just stretches out her neck, which is, I'm, I'm stealing fully from the anime because apparently uh, shellos of this type can just stretch their ne- necks absurdly far. And so she stretches out her <laughs> neck and just grabs the cup and just puts it down in the middle of the other group. The, the poltygeist uh, looks at it. <laughs> that looks interesting. Out of character, um, I don't know what we're doing for one, I'm going to be honest. Um, but for number two, it looks like we need to assemble a tea set. So we may have to find other tea shops. I will give you this hint that um, you will need to figure out what both ingredients are and what the mixing means uh, in order to figure out how the recipe works. There, it's essentially a triple riddle, uh, and you'll need to figure out all three parts. One small hole. Well, I might look at the the mixed one. One small hole in a burial ground. Uh, no A, in, in burial ground. And what were the tips on the back again? Uh, the tips um, are not actually going to help you with the riddle. Oh. Um, 
But I can tell you what those are. Uh, I like the lost causes of most immediate concern, and let it be its own kind of interesting. Like, they might help you with the riddle, but... What is your master like? Oh, she's... I mean... Everybody knows her, even if they don't know her. She's uh, kind of archetypal, if, if you take my meaning. Um, she's terrifying, um, but she's also <laughs> very keen on... Um, and fiction. Why do you like her? Well, she's interesting. Um, she always keeps us entertained. Um, it's she. She always has something up her sleeve, I think, and something going on with the action of the the story is going. And she's she's always invested. So, do you think she'd like something fun? Oh, sure. Um, she'd she'd enjoy something fun. I'm 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 positive. What tastes like fun? Fun, um, little boys. The, uh... <laughs> G- giggles nuts. <laughs> Charlie just kind of tastes like dirt. I don't. I guess that's fun. I like digging in dirt. Okay, that's a good point. So maybe something earthy. The uh, subtitle of the tea recipe gives you a hint as well. So the so the tea is a story of some kind. And you have a so you have two things coming together and getting mixed. One of them is a set. Close, close to set. Set isn't quite accurate, but it's on the right track. Tegan is part of the tea set. Might be as simple as just set up. But... You're 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 on the right track. Still not quite there, but the modification you made is on the right track. Would it be a oh oh like a a, a table setting? Mm-hmm. One word. Just a setting. So for the story... Oh, so setting, character, and... No, no, you're on the right track. Yeah, number two is setting. We need the proper setting. Would number one be character, then? Mm-hmm. It's something more specific. No, character is right. It is just yeah. character? Okay. Yeah, because... Yeah, your character, character your I personality. suppose. If you're going by flaws, character. Yep. It's, uh, you know, mm-hmm. if you have character, it means you're reliable. Or with the uh, is it a mentor character i think you, you, no just character or I just a character okay i think character. yes ju- just a character so a character a setting yay i'm feeling smart <laughs> <laughs> and we need a, and we need a trigger trigger's not the right word that i'm looking for but <laughs> my choke my chop so if something's later laden with gunpowder so i'm this feels I mean, I suppose one small hole uh, in a barrel it could be like a, like, I won't say barrel, like a barrel, um, like barrel of a gun. What do, you, what do you call the holes in burial ground? Grave. What's another word for that? A grave. Graves. Another word for, for the- A tomb. Plot! Plot! We need to plot! Bingo, bingo, bongo. You got it! What? I don't, I don't get, I don't get the part with, perhaps with gunpowder though. The gunpowder plot? that historical thing oh mm. is that a is that familiar see 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 i'm, I'm crossing realities here with this yeah so <laughs> yes. okay yes so you got it uh so uh giggles uh goes up to uh to tegan says okay so you said your your master she likes uh she likes uh stories and she's into fiction and stuff so um 
I think I think we put this together where uh, you, we you need a character, you need a setting, and you need a plot for a story. Uh, it's the story. That makes blend. so much sense. Um, so Poltergeist rus- rushes out into the street, um, and out in the street, uh, if you follow, all of a sudden uh, there are several people and Pokemon that are surrounding uh, a table that has materialized in the street with a, a lacy crocheted tablecloth and uh, a, a long-stemmed mushroom in a vase of brackish water for uh, decoration in the center. Um, and sitting around it uh, are a young man with dark brown hair and a gray sport coat that's slightly too big for him. Uh, and at his waist is a pair of Pokeballs with hearts imprinted on them. Uh, there's also an old woman who is frail and bent and wrinkled, uh, and there's an Agron by her side, and both of them are very, very angry. And also sitting around this table is Burke, the Rockruff, from earlier. And the Poltegeist says, well, we need, we need a character. Uh, which, which one should I pick? Hmm, I don't know. We, we seem to be pretty fond of uh, Cupcake there, the little... Uh canine Pokemon over there. Canines exist in this world. <laughs> hey, Cupcake! Canines exist in this world. I mean, there's ar- the, the, the Arcanine canine. Pokemon over there. <laughs> Shmoopy, uh's head reaches out holding the cup and just puts it into the hand of the old woman, and it's full of iced tea, but she says nothing else. Uh, the old woman uh, kind of scoffs at it. <sighs> I don't even... No, why I'm here. And she sets it on the table, um, and you can tell she's just barely restraining herself from throwing it. Um, and meanwhile, Burke, uh, the Rockruff, I told you to s- mind your own business. What's going on? Um, out of character, we do still need a plot, so you need to, because um, that's what mixes the character and the setting together. So we need to know why these people are interacting. Um, in in character, throughout whatever you guys do next, Shmoopy's head is slowly reaching back towards the plastic cup of iced tea. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Grunch is going to run up to the table and go, Hello, new friends! And Cupcake! <laughs> Winks. Guys, we all have a problem, and we we, we got to help our friend Tegan here. What's, what's going on? How's everybody doing today? We look a little sad. Can I offer some <laughs> belly rubs? And he goes on his back and just like shakes around. And he he when he says offer belly rubs, he's like offering for them. To rub his <laughs> yes, <belly>. absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yep. <laughs> uh, the the young man um, who's sitting there with the love balls um, is kind of rubbing his hands together. And um, do you know? How much longer this is gonna be? I, I, I have somewhere to be. As long as you want the belly rubs to last. <laughs> uh, one of the things I'll say with this is we do get to choose the setting too, and out in front of a destroyed tea shop doesn't seem to fit any of these characters. Where do you have to be? I, I, ha- <laughs> I have, I have a date. <gasps> mm. <laughs> And what is Florence? I mean, the old woman. (laughs) (laughs) 
Are you saying that out loud? Are you asking? This may not be uh, Michael's intention, but uh, can we make the setting Florence's birthday party? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. No wonder we'll, we'll, why we'll she's upset. <laughs> yeah, the biggest thing right now is uh, none of these characters seem to relate to each other and, or to where they are. So we need to know more about each of them before we can do anything. We do, yeah. Maybe we should roll... Um... Is there something we could roll? I don't think acrobatics is going to help in this case. <laughs> Charm, intuition, Charm. guile, uh, any of those social skills that you don't have stats in would work just fine. <laughs> All right, could, could I make the case that uh, Giggles being the boogeyman, uh, mm. a, uh, a dark and fairy type, so a little bit of a mischief maker, uh, can, can I give her one more d6 in guile? Absolutely, at least for this. At least for this. You know, as long as I'm GMing. I have no arguments. Mm-hmm. All right, so we have a 10 in Guile. Ooh, hey, there you go. Anybody else rolling? Foreign Charm. Okay, I okay. got a Foreign Charm. <laughs> the, the belly is not alluring enough for anyone to rub. <laughs> no. It's, it's a little dirty for yeah, walking yeah, around yeah. in the destroyed tea house. Um, but uh, Giggles... Um, through that that guile which i'm taking is kind of a, a detect the falsehood sort of idea here yep. um it, it you're getting the impression that each of these three characters um are involved in their own stories and each one is interesting in its own right that's about all you can glean from this you you also um are are able at this point to see that they're in a semi-hypnotic state and are unable to flee from this position. Um, what was hint one again for us? Hint one uh, was, I like the lost causes of most immediate concern. Which one of these has, a mo- has the concerns that are the most immediate? Okay, so we know one of them wants to get out of this so that he can go on a mm-hmm. date. Is, he, is, is his date a lost cause? <laughs> Maybe who knows? Um, Giggles just uh, uh, abruptly goes and kind of uh, hops on the table and faces the woman. And goes, "Hey, sugar, uh, what's what's going on? What's 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 your deal, sugar?" <laughs> As Giggle jumps on the table, the plastic <laughs> cup with the tea in it shakes, and Smoopy's neck suddenly shoots forward faster to catch <laughs> it before it falls, and then she lifts it up slowly. <laughs> um, roll me a, a charm. To talk to the old lady. Alright. Uh, six. Six. Okay. Um, uh, she, she scoffs, but at least she's willing to talk to you, and she says, <clears throat> No one has ever done me any favors. This is just one in a long list of wrongs that I've had in my life. And I suppose you'd say it's a long life, wouldn't you? Yes, I'm old. I know I'm old. The whole time she was talking, uh, Schmoopy's head was appearing over Giggles, uh, I guess, shoulder, or as close to the shoulder as Giggles has, holding the plastic cup and just stretching. After two, she makes it a point of saying that she's old. Grunge just looks over at her with a smile and goes, so old. If you were going to insult me, you canine. Ugh. Speaking out of Speaking out of character again, hers does not seem to be an immediate concern. Then again, I don't know what the Agron's doing that seems to be with her. 
This may be a silly question. Is the Agron a separate character, or is it like the Lady and the Agron together kind of a character? The Agron and the Old Woman are together. Okay. They're a unit. But does that mean that they that they both have the same concern, or they both are clashing in the same story? Give me an intuition check. Four. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> uh, as far as you can tell, uh, the Agron is just her Pokemon. How about to elicit a reaction, uh, Shmoopy kind of stops and then turns slightly and hands the cup to the Agron. Ah, clever. Uh, yes, the Agron uh, sees uh, this, this cup coming towards it, and um, you realize at this point that the Agron hasn't really taken its eyes off of Shmoopy this whole time. And as the cup comes closer, it uh, looks sideways at the old woman um, uh, to see her reaction. She is focused more on giggles and on grunge. Uh, and so the Agron turns and takes the cup in its fingers. Doesn't drink from it, but holds it. Uh, Shmoopy gives the cup and is backing up a second, then pauses. And kind of slowly looks up at the Agron. And back at the cup. And back at the Agron. It... It back lifts it up closer to its mouth and sips a little bit. Shmoopy's uh, head stretches forward and uh, tea dribbles out of her mouth back into the cup to refill it, and then she just stirs it back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, is there any food on the table? No, the only thing on the table, uh, there's not. there aren't even teacups or saucers or spoons or anything. The only thing on the table is uh, that one vase that has uh, a, a mushroom in uh, brackish water. Uh, Giggle starts nibbling on the mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes very bitter. <laughs> I don't know whether Giggles likes bitter. Uh, she likes sweet, she dislikes sour. Bitter's just fine. <laughs> Bitter's fine. All right. <laughs> okay, uh, so... At this point, are we choosing a character at random to follow? I'm not sure what you to can do pick. next. Take your pick. Split up. <laughs> of the... Uh, I was like, <laughs> of, uh, of, of the characters so far, that is the one, only one that we have seen, which seems to suggest the most immediate concern. But um, it also says, let it be its own kind of interesting, so... That's the thing. Like, right now, what I want to do is discern what is of the most immediate concern, but I have nothing with which to do that. Yeah. And maybe they all have something in equal to each other that they're feeling, I don't know, some, some sort of... They all have different situations going on, but at the core, they're somewhat the same. Or am I off? <laughs> I, that's that's not a question I'm going to answer at this point. I, I think the biggest thing here is we do not follow all of these characters unless I am completely wrong. You are so, correct. Which one do we pick? You you can gather at this point essentially that this poltergeist has gathered disparate characters to sit around this table and is looking to pick one, but doesn't know which one to pick. All right, I, I say I say pick but. the boy. Yeah. All right. You choose the boy. Um, Nick, check your Discord. <laughs> Why is Nick so special? <laughs> you just heard it. Um, <laughs> uh, you instantly know in your minds that this boy's name is Brandon. 
you you also know already what he's told you that he is on his way to a date uh and the pair of love balls that he is carrying are important to that in uh some capacity mm-hmm. all right uh the other characters fade away uh, and brandon is left sitting at the table uh and the the pulte guy says yes that's the the perfect choice um now we need a setting and Cups, saucers, and spoons start rotating on the table, including uh, the one that Shmoopy had been serving tea uh, to the Agron in. Um, there, so there's that one that that has uh, the steel mesh holding the plastic cup with that mechanical lid uh, opening with the touch of a button. There's also one that has pale tan decorations on aged white porcelain, uh, which depict an undisturbed grassy hill and one tiny log cabin settled next to a sepia lake. And the third one has colorful geometric shapes covering the cup's body, all fitted in a satisfyingly complete pattern. Those are the cups. There are also saucers. One saucer. Uh, A modest house is shown in simple colors on the center and flowers decorate the outside. The second saucer, a wandering pathway, weaves across the center, and the rim of the saucer shows a wavy pattern of lines and curls. And the third saucer, a closed iron gate is splashed on the center, and the rim is covered in opaque blue. Those are the saucers. And finally, there are spoons. There's one spoon. The bowl of that spoon is broad, wide, and the handle is narrow, and perfectly round. The second spoon, the bowl of the spoon is deep and the handle has comfortable dimples where fingers can grip. And the final spoon, the bowl of the spoon is flat and bent and the handle twists in a mangled corkscrew shape. Um, at this point, I would like to know um, Let's do it this way. Let's have you roll intuition, and that will serve as your uh, essentially initiative order for this. Um. <laughs> Two ones. No, oh, wow. Two sixes. All right. Oh man. Um, intuition. You said. Yep. <laughs> uh, a six and a two, so it's an eight. Nice. So just about perfectly even as seven would have been. But um, yeah, all right. So uh, it rolled. It's a five now. So it's a seven. Yeah, all right. Perfect. All right. So Shmoopy, you get to choose first. Uh, You need to pick one each of cups, saucers, or spoons. Um, And so Shmoopy, how how we're going to break this up is one of you picks the cup, one of you picks the saucer, one of you picks the spoon. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Shmoopy, you get to choose first cup, saucer, or spoon. Uh, if you want me to repeat any of the options, I can do that. So, basically, Nick gets his choice of all nine. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the next person gets a choice of six. And then the final gets a choice of three. I mean, narratively, I feel like I have to, since we brought it in, that uh, Shmoopy has to just, in just almost, like, instinctively, which is probably why she got the jump on you, she just reaches out and grabs the plastic cup. Okay. 
So Shmoopy picks the plastic cup, uh, and in Shmoopy's mind uh, is the word future. Mm. Makes sense. Um, Giggles now gets to choose between saucer and spoon. Could you repeat the saucer options for me, please? Yes. A modest house is shown in simple colors in the center of one saucer, and flowers decorate the outside. A wandering pathway weaves across the center, and the rim of the saucer shows in a wavy pattern of lines and curls on the second. And a closed iron gate is splashed on the center of the third saucer, and the rim is covered in opaque blue. Not to not to change what you're thinking, but uh, how do you stir a tea? Are you asking me or everyone I'm else? Sa- sorry, I'm, and I'm leaning away again. Uh, how do you stir a tea? I'm speaking at, almost rhetorically. You stir a tea with a spoon. Mm-hmm. The spoons are the plot. Mm-hmm. Giggles is going to. Um, she wants the boy to have the the second one with the wandering path, or I just she, she not the boy. She picks the one with the wandering path, and she eats the other two. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right, uh, Giggles. In your mind, choosing the second saucer, you hear the word journey. Um, and that leaves Grunge to pick the spoons. And so, and so with these options too, do they, other than like plot character and setting, mm-hmm. do they go along with the descriptions for each of those on the card still, or? Yes. Yes, they do. Essentially, this choice is, um, it's, it's effectively immaterial, but it will affect the, uh, the final outcome. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is one of those choose-your-own-adventure things, so I want it to be a good <laughs> ending. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the spoon with the comfortable handle and the deep bowl part. Bowl part. Okay. Ladle part. Yeah. The it's it's called the bowl. I, okay. I I I did some research on spoons for this episode and the anatomy of the spoon. That's called the bowl of the spoon. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it makes so. sense. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's the second option. Uh, and grunge, you hear in your mind the word circular. So uh, the uh, the setting that is selected with the cup and saucer pairing uh, putting it time and place uh, is future journey and the plot the mixing of the spoon is circular Uh, so the poltygeist uh, acknowledging your choices uh, gets excited and, and shakes in the teapot and says no we just have to mix and a spotlight shines on Poltygeist, who suddenly finds itself standing next to the plate and cup and spoon. But everything is enlarged, uh, or the Pokemon has shrunk, so that the teacup could contain you and your trainers and their whole parties of Pokemon. And yes, including uh, Grunge, and, er, uh, including Victoria and Chomps. Um, the spoon stands up in the cup at the ready. Just as reference, I know we all kind of know this, but uh, here's how this is going to work. I want everyone to roll intuition once again. 
And this is gonna decide the order. Two ones. No A flat way. seven. Yep. Is it five and two. Not fun. Two threes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so close. Okay. Alright, so um giggles, that means you get the rising action. Grunge, you get the climax. And Schmoopy, you get the falling action. Um Alright. So Pultigeist begins the story. And as it begins speaking, the spoon moved. And Pultigeist says, Brandon is going to his date, and he meets her at a fine restaurant where they enjoy a wonderful meal, and he shares with her the Pokemon that he has captured for her in the love ball, the counterpart to his own. It's a pair of love discs, and they love each other, which he hopes will show the symbol of his love for her. And he gives her the love disc. And as they depart from that restaurant, her love disc is stolen. The light goes off from the poltergeist and shines now on Giggles. Um, Giggles, uh, continuing the story, um, uh, says... This Pokemon meant so much to Brandon, and he couldn't let uh, it get taken away from his date so quickly. So he uh, ran after the culprit in order to try to uh, get the love disc back. He chased him uh, into an alleyway. Uh, the light shuts off of Giggles and shines on Grunge. And in that alleyway is the thief with the love disc that had been stolen from Brandon's love and so Brandon said hey bro stop right there you can't just steal love that's not cool don't do that share it instead and so then Brandon held out his hand and the thief was so moved he put that pokeball back in <laughs> Brandon's hand and they decided to be friends the light shuts off of grunge the spoon is swirling around in a circular fashion in the cup now and the light shines on schmoopy <laughs> the funny thing about love though it can be shared it is not always shared equally and love comes in many forms and shapes. In fact, you could say that love is like tea. Each blend is different and each one requires careful handling. Too cold and it becomes tasteless. Too hot and it is scorched and ruined. But with careful handling, you make something truly remarkable, refreshing and filling. Something you can return to every day. Unfortunately for Brandon, his love disc returned to him years later, and under very different circumstances. It was given out to him again, it was given out from him again, and returned to him again. Perhaps one day it would stay where it had gone. After all, tea doesn't always come out perfectly on the first try, and the better the blend, the harder it is to prepare properly. Experience is the best teacher. Do not weep after a ruined blend. The best tea, after all, is the one that you can drink. 
Be patient, tea takes its own time to boil. Until then, enjoy the aroma and keep looking for the perfect blend. If you keep your mind clear and patiently practice, you will find it. Grunge just leans over to Giggles and goes, I don't know what the heck Schmoopy just said, but it <coughs> sounded great. <laughs> Giggle, Giggle shrugs. I, I don't know, Puddin'. Uh, then the, the, the light uh, stands in the light again. Uh, the, the poltergeist stands in the light again. Uh, and the spoon is poised. It's paused at what looks like the final turn around the teacup. It stands there almost threateningly. And the, Poltige- the poltergeist speaks and concludes the story. Says, Brandon went back to the same same restaurant where he offered the love disc at first and he sat down and he held up his finger for the waitress and he waited the end and the spoon is lifted from the cup which you see is filled now with steaming brown liquid and suddenly that cup itself rises upward and gleaming red eyes gaze down as the cup dips its contents into a mouth filled with sharp shark-like teeth. Uh, Nick, check your Discord. Lovely, Tegan. Thank you. I know my lines. (laughs) You have truly earned a spot at my table. But, but what what about them? They they helped me. Well, you see, it would be best. In fact, it would be a kindness if we gave them nothing, but I am an archetype after all. So, a gift and yet another tie. Ellie's face grows larger still, and uh, her, uh, her eyes begin shining brighter until it's all you can see uh and you realize you've been standing on her hand this whole time a tiny cupboard door is opened and you are tossed inside and the last thing you see is her teeth and the door closes you wake up next to your trainers who are stirring at the beginning of the next stage of the adventure you shake off your dream and come close to your friends but each of you notice in turn. Uh, and Nick, you can feel free to veto this, but uh, hanging from Charlie's belt and from Liliana's glove and from Sneeze's lab coat, there are three identical slips of paper attached to a string. And the paper reads, Ellie's Best Tea, the story blend. And you can smell the dry leaves and herbs in three separate sachets of the same tea. Instead of story blend, you see underneath it says, call me T. And I think that's all the time we have for this week. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us this week. You can find us online at chapsterradio.org slash Pokemon-Rollout, on Twitter at PokeRollPodcast, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash PokeRollout. Join our Facebook group, the Pokemon Rollout Taproom. As long as you're not a robot, we'll approve your request to join. There you can join in the conversation with creators and fans and become a part of the Pokemon Rollout community. 
Also, follow our network on Twitter at Tapster Radio, and check out some of our other great shows at TapsterRadio.org, like Intermission, Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch, Freddy Goes to a Podcast, and Us Play Fiasco. A special thank you to Rocco W. for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles, and feel free to check the show notes for other music and sound effects used in this episode. I also want to give a call out right now to uh, Terry Fow and Michael, two of our new uh, patri- patrons. Thank you so much for uh, donating your time and money to listen to us strange people do a podcast. Um, a special thank you also to Rocco W. for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles. I may have already said this, and I apologize. And feel free to check the show notes for the other music and sound effects used on this episode. Once again, I'm Nick, and you can follow me on Twitter at PokeRollNick. I'm Paul. On Twitter, you can find me at ProfSnag. And as always, come hang out with us in our Discord and in our uh, Facebook tap room. I would like to talk with the people there, and uh, I will say, like, uh, uh, the inspiration for this, if you don't mind me kind of speaking in, Michael, mm. did come from a piece of fan art from one of our fans from about a year and a half ago. Uh-huh. So uh, thank you for our fans uh, for, for sharing these things with us. Come, come hang out with us. Sometimes it, it's kind of dead, but uh, come in, spice it up, mix, stir it up, if you will, <laughs> add your own flavor. Uh, and along with that, uh, hey, guess what, folks? We have some more patrons to thank, which, again, thank you so much to everyone for uh, for thinking what we do is worthwhile and worth uh, worth some money. So uh, big shout-outs uh, from me go to Peter Statmuller and Tim Jacobson. Guys, uh, Jacob, yeah, Jacobson, I said it. Stumbled, but I got it. Let me do it one more time. Tim Jacobson. There we go. Extra special. Thank you guys so much for being part of our community and supporting us. So you guys are awesome. Yes. Uh, I'm Michael. I'm on Twitter at M-G-L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L. Uh, yes, the inspiration came from that uh, very nice pointillism uh, fan art. Uh, and, you know, I started thinking about this as possibly a Halloween special. Uh, but, you know, it worked out as just detective grunge anyway. You know, we're in March. Sure. It's, that's Halloween-ish. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, I also have a patron to shout out. Uh, a new patron here, uh, Richie Kammer. Uh, thank you so much for, for patronizing us. You've been our fan for a while. Uh, uh, and I've, I've known you for a while as well. So thank you for, for throwing some money our way. Uh, it boggles the mind here. He w- he would be the first one to patronize us. He, he does patronize <laughs> us. You know. <laughs> And I'm Lydia, and you can follow me on Twitter at LIL underscore Shadow8. Also, too, if you want to see this delicious recipe, um, go and check out our Instagram, too, where, with Michael's permission, <laughs> I should have said first, sorry. Nope, that's what? fine. That's fine. Okay. No, I love it. Perfect. So, yeah, so go check out our Instagram. It's just at Pokemon Rollout. And uh, check out this delicious tea recipe. Try it for yourself. Let us know what what uh, what uh, you think of the taste. Um, <laughs> I also have a patron to shout out at, and that shout is at him. what shout did at he him. what did he do? Was it just Eric? Uh, he gave his full name. Oh, Eric Longfest. Yep. Oh, <laughs> why am I questioning that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what name do you know it by. <laughs> Oh, I know him by many names. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but anyways, uh, <laughs> let me start this over again. Hey, bloopers. <laughs> and I also have a patron to shout out at. <laughs> I don't know why I'm struggling with this. <laughs> but uh, Eric Longquist, 
He sounds familiar. Thank you for uh, donating to us. Definitely appreciate it. Also want to say to thank you as well for on Pokemon Day this year. Um, also tweeting out about our podcast as well and um, where people can find the podcast. So thank you so much for the love and support. Mm -hmm. I may be part of the supporting cast. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at behind your Eile or behind your Ellie. That's behind your E Y E L I. If you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rollouts, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you really like us, donate to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast, and get some sweet rewards. Special thanks to our patrons, Michael, Richie Kammer, Terry Pfau, uh, Tim Jacobson, Eric Lonquist, Peter Stadmuller, Anneli T, Azure Spider, Mark Smith, Dr. Odino, Legendary, Alex Abron, Rob, Gregory Lopez, David Harshman, Box Cheese, Froxious, DGZ, and Nathan Jester. You guys are awesome and we can't say it enough. We really appreciate all that you, the gentle listeners, do for us. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later. Cue the music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Uh, I'm not planning on a whole lot of combat for this Detective Grunge special. That's what you think. <laughs> I know, I mean, like, you guys can take it however you want, but... <laughs> when you said giggles in your head, I just imagined you, Paul, like, in the back of your mind, just going... <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> That's what's constantly playing on a loop in Paul's head throughout his day. <laughs> it's what lives <laughs> in his mind rent-free. <laughs> uh, I always have joked that Michael's handwriting is a mountain range. It looks lovely. <laughs> Thank you. All right, My so... handwriting has been described as beautiful. <laughs> Striking is not the same thing, Michael. Doors are easier to open than shut, mm -hmm. you know. Say that again? No. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great, Paul so wants to rude. find out what he's ending. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh, there Paul. goes Paul. Bye, Paul. <laughs> he's done. My cat wants, wants attention, so as I was walking back in with every step that I take, she was it just, like, hitting my ankles. <laughs> yep, singing that song. <laughs> Every breath you take, smile you take. I'll be she back. She gets mad when I stay you. up past my. <laughs> she gets mad when I stay up past my bedtime. So then she always has to come and remind me how upset she is with me. Our cats do that too. Our cats course, tend to be a little more passive about it though. They'll just sit and grump face at us. <laughs> is he saying this to my Is this is this good? Is this close enough? Okay, oh boy. Thank you. Hum hum hum. Call me Mr. D. Huh? Your fools better recognize. Oh.
I, I do pity the poor fools. Wow. Obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. listener. Obviated objects of oblivion. Obambulating about. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. In the Tapestry Radio Network. Tapestryradio.org. From From our our fancy fancy to to yours. yours.